Rant at the Movies, a podcast where we rant about films you may have seen at house parties. I'm one of your hosts and jack-of-all-trades mono, and screaming, die, die, fucking die, at every vampire she fights is my co-host and master of none, Kira. Yeah, that's accurate. Is it? No, there would be screaming, crying. <laughs> there would be screaming and running. You'd, no, you'd be like... No, in fairness, I only run if I'm chased, so I'm dead. You're probably more likely to be the guy who has the body fall out of the cupboard in front of him and go, ah! Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that. No, it would fall on me, pin me to the floor, and then I would have to lie there in a very ungraceful position until I no, was No, actually, you're, you're definitely that guy, because later on in the party scene, he's the one who's got the bra in his mouth going, Rrrr! And then picks up a lamp or a vase and just throws it out the window. Absolutely you. No hints. No. No, but no. today we are doing John Carpenter's Vampires. Which in my head I'd mush the start of Dust Till Dawn with the end of this. Yeah, we sat To make an infinitely better film. I, um, I don't know. Maybe, well, basically. It basically just cut from Selma Hayek, Titties, Bar Fight to Alamo style fight at the end of this. And that's the whole film in my head. That's like a 45 minute film for yeah, starters. and it's all fight. <laughs> but yeah, no, we sat down to watch this and you were like, oh yeah, this, this thing where this thing happens. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> no, that's just till dawn. And you were like, oh yeah, crap, I forgot. And I was like, do you realise we're watching an entirely different film? And I think you did. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like that one time I walked into an exam thinking it was another exam in my final year final exams. Yeah. And having a brief moment of just going, oh, fuck me. Well, I mean, final year exams, getting the wrong exam versus random podcasts on the yeah. internet thinking you're going into a different film. Yeah. Not quite the same. No. This is way more important and I can't believe you <laughs> fucked up. But no, I do. I have, I have a great fondness for this film. I can't, it's one of those films where I can't remember I just, when I saw it first. It's just kind of always been in there. I saw it as a teenager at some point and I just, I, I, I love it. It's, it's silly. I didn't remember quite how badly, shut up you. I didn't remember quite how badly the two uh, main leads treat one particular woman. Oh, is that the shit? <laughs> and women in general. Yeah, it's not great. No, uh, it's um, really not great. No, and I get it out of the way now. There is an Effler in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, not 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 really happy to see that one in there. I know it was nineteen ninety eight, but no. still not cool. No, not cool. No, but other than that, everything else holds up pretty damn good. I say. Like, it's yeah, no, it's actually a surprisingly fun film. I love me a uh, sarcastic fucking James Woods. Yes. He doesn't get full sarcastic James Woods in this, and I kind of wish he did because it would just make the character more there's enough of it i think but i think because the film kind of treads a line between a serious tone and a little bit over the top yeah and i think if he was full on sarky it would have pushed it to all the way over the top and i'm for it but i think that's why they don't he's kind of like part badass part sarky the sg1 comparisons are obviously going to have to come in because there's an sg1 actor in this film yeah but he was also in the other massive vampire he was also in this year yes yeah tim kenny uh, I do love him in Blade. Uh, I, I enjoy him in this. I prefer him in this. Well, he's got a bigger role in this, but I prefer him in this. No, I just love him when he's down in that pit and he's like, hello, Karen. <laughs> Karen. It just, it cracks me up every time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't but mean, I do like his like anti-bite thing in this. Well, yeah, I like all their gear. Like yeah. it, it is practical. It's certainly more practical than your Winchester style. Let's just go out in denim with guns and knives. And not a hula hoop of iron covered in salt. No, these guys are somewhere between the ultra prepared hula hoop of iron and the not prepared at all Winchesters. Yes. There is, there is actually, there's very much elements of tons of other vampire things in this. No, hang on, hang on. 
<laughs> we should definitely hit a summary. Before we start talking about <laughs> every vampire source it's pulled from. And some it inspired. Yeah. But yeah, no, summary time. Following the massacre of most of his team, Vatican backed Jampire. Uh, Jampire? That's a Jampire. It's a vampire made of ham, like a Jambon. Oh. Jambon vampire. Jampire. Uh, yes. Following the massacre of most of his team, Vatican-backed vampire hunter Jack Crow must take what remains of his crew and root out the master vampire who killed his men. But when the Vatican's new attaché arrives, Crow learns some devastating secrets about the master and his plans to use an ancient relic to turn himself into a true immortal. Outmanned, but definitely not outgunned, it's up to Crow and his partner and a green padre to get the relic before anyone else. But anyway, so this inspired a whole lot of different things. Yeah, it also <laughs> pulls from a whole lot of different things. Yeah, like as we were watching it this time around, as opposed to fucking years ago when I last watched it, I was like, hey, there's very much supernatural vibes off this. There's bits of Buffy. There's bits of, like, Anne Rice. Yeah, you've got Bram Stoker in there, because you always do. You can't oh, well, yeah. It. Styling is very Anne Rice-y, gothic vampire. I also think he looks a bit thingy in uh, Underworld. Craven looks a bit like him. It's kind of styled after him in a slightly more modern yeah, version of yeah. him. But he's also like a little bit the same way he looks in Vampire or in Dracula 2001. Same thing, long hair, long coat, burgundy shirts are always a must. Because <laughs> you don't want black on black. Yes. And also, you know, the stains. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's true. Because why are vampires such messy eaters? Um, I don't know. Because like, damn, girl. Oh yeah, she ends up covered in blood when she eventually yeah. kills. Spoiler. But yeah, <laughs> they're pretty messy eaters. He's very messy. He is But then very I think messy. that's the point. <laughs> I also am slightly confused by his forehead veins because they don't... They're all just coming in towards the inside of his face. He looks like he's being very slowly pulled backwards. Yeah. He's not on screen for that long. Mm-hmm. The rest of the vampires look pretty cool, though. They do. Like, the rest of the, pros- the, the, the vampires and the prosthetics, particularly the guy getting the stake in the forehead. Oh, <laughs> and then getting punched in the head hole. <laughs> yeah, <he punches laughs> in the head hole. Because obviously the stake in the forehead doesn't kill the vampire. No, he's still going, nah, nah. And he's on the end of a pike as well, which yeah. I, as, as, as a proud nation of pike people, so, yeah, we yeah. enjoy. Jack pulls the stake out of his head and then punches him in the head hole before stabbing him in the heart while screaming, die, die, fucking die, like he always does. Oh, no, it is. It's fun. Yeah, this no, film is, he does is enjoy, like, multiple stabbing vampires. I just, every now and again, when I look at him, he's just, his denim and shit is just, like, too new. It should be dirtier. It should be scuffed or worn. Yeah. That, that, that is a brand new leather coat. Do you know how long it takes to break in a leather coat and have it be something you could move in like that? Could, yeah, even, even Montoya. It just looks stiff. Looks new he's yeah. like fresh out of the bag yeah like but, but even like, like even the vehicles everything just has a look that like it's i know they're like fucking funded by the vatican so obviously you know they've they got have, all the money yeah they do have all the money so yeah maybe it is just like oh we have new gear every time could be just thinking about that i was like hang on hang on hang on they're funded by the vatican yeah that shit's new that shit is new that shit's new yeah i mean no, none of it lasts very long never mind that shit's all new yeah <laughs> Well, certainly the men don't last very long. No, Jesus, they don't. Because <laughs> you, you go with this film, you're like, that's a lot of characters. Oh, no, wait, ne- never, never mind. mind. Cause, <laughs> yeah, oh, wait. there goes Mark Boone Jr. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, Although he it does is... get one of the best deaths. Oh, it's a fantastic. And it's one of the things that I always remember that this film is Mark Boone Jr. getting split in half. <laughs> it's fucking Literally. Brilliant. Oh, literally. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, Not a sexual innuendo. He no. gets split in half. But yeah, no, uh, my list of characters is like the obvious ones. You've got Jack Rowe, James Woods, Montoya, his partner, the priest who shows up, the girl, the bad guy, the other kind of spoilery bad guy, and then a whole bunch of dead dudes. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's like, oh, here's a whole lot of guys. I don't really care. The pep talk that he gives them at the start is hilarious. 
Um, oh, it did, you know, did they... We're going to do this by the books. Yeah. You know, rule his rules. Yeah, they make the reference to the rules quite a few times. And I'm like... Rule number one, your partner gets bit. What do you do? But, yeah, they mentioned up to ten rules, but they only... Like, ten is mentioned yeah. at one point. But we only hear about four rules. And I'm like, what are the other six? We hear, like, I'm, one, I'm, three, seven, and I'm ten. surely standing on the porch of the house that's full of vampires is not the place to be having this discussion. But yeah, they're pretty loud about it. Yeah. I'm, and now, I'm, again, I said this when we were watching it. That house is out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, just set it on it's fire. It's in there. Yeah, just... Go there with a loudspeaker. <laughs> hey, any people inside? This building's about to get set on fire. Like, who cares if the vampires hear you? You're out in the daylight. They yeah. can't come out. So then, if nobody, yeah, if they run out, if they run out, they're gonna catch fire, and you'll know they're a vampire. Yeah. If they run out and they don't catch fire, they're a human, and then you can just torch the place. Yeah. And job done. Now, I mean, there'd be no movie, but job done. <laughs> no, there would be more movie because it would just be them going from town to town setting vampires on fire. Well, actually, yeah, that's a good point because they don't kill the master. He's hidden like. I don't know, about 20 foot off to the side in a very obviously new grave. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't look far for him. No, they're like, oh, he's on the house. Where could he be? There's a really big barn, guys. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things in this film that are just silly like that. They, ha- they have a man look for the vampires. They don't have a lady look for the vampires. <laughs> That's the and, problem. And speaking of ladies, the vampire completely fucks himself up by biting the lady Katrina for no reason. He's he bites like, her hey. and he's like, yeah, you're going to be one of mine. And then they do nothing but use the girl to yeah. foil his plans. It, it, so like, if he had never bit her, he'd very, be fine. Um, Plot Nina, convenient? No, Nina Harker on the train. Oh, well, uh, yeah, no, that's what they're, yeah, they're going for that. But the difference there is Dracula is actually trying to get, he wants Mina. Yeah. He just bites her and then is like, yeah, whatever. See yeah, ya. bye, see ya. <laughs> you can have this one. So he kind of fucks himself over a bit with that. Like her whole interaction is really weird because she's all like, hey, James Woods, let's go have sex. Yeah, and then... Basically, gets... everything in that motel... Number one, that is the biggest fucking motel room I've ever seen in my goddamn life. What the shit did they knock down walls? That, that is, is an abnormally massive, massive... Oh, just in case you haven't seen the movie, to catch up very quickly. Bunch of vampire hunters. James Woods is the head guy. Daniel Baldwin is Montoya, his second in command. Everybody else gets killed at this first vampire hunt. The, or sorry, no, they kill all the vampires and then they go to a party afterwards. Yeah, they basically are like, yeah, giant, giant motel room. Like, stupidly big. Yeah, and then head vampire shows up. And everybody has plenty of time to flee, yet doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> why are these girls running away? Why are the two girls cowering in front of the door? Yeah. <laughs> one tries, Okay, one does try to run out past him and he grabs her by the throat through a guy's chest, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that um, is cool. <laughs> Uh, but but plenty of others could have escaped. Slow motion, killing people. Yeah. Yeah, just leave. And he does seem to be more concerned with the... The actual vampire, hunters. Yeah, the yeah, vampire hunters than the girls. He want to eat the girls, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they definitely could have escaped. We're doing that thing again. What? That thing where we're like, hey, we love this movie. It's awesome. Let's shit on it for the first 20 minutes of the podcast. But it gets there, though. It's just that, oh, whole, no. that whole motel thing, though, is just really bizarre because it is like... I think they were going for he's moving so fast that it's all it it was supposed to be that kind of we've slowed him down and everything yeah. so motion around him but they kind of forgot to tell the background actors yeah it, no it is it's a, it is it's very weird like they do get it later on like and it does get better and it's just that one scene yeah it's just like the scene is really weirdly blocked yeah <laughs> it's like it you, you stand over amazing. here and don't do anything you stand over here and cower a bit yeah you get a chair kicked at you and fall over when it's not really that big of a thing. <laughs> no, but like it starts so well. Yeah. Like it's just like hello. He opens the door and it's just like hand slice, yeah. slip, scream, and then it just kind of goes a bit 
And particularly finding him pudding. Particularly after the the vampire hunt scene earlier on, because I really like the way that's done. Of you have them go in, they have all their gear, and then you see the winch thing in action, which is just fucking cool. I'm sorry, that's one of my favorite things. About oh, the, the winching them out. Yeah, a crossbow into a vampire's chest, and then winch them out of the house into the sunlight. It's fun. plus you get some great bits from it, like when he's nearly getting dragged out and he's like shooting the vampire in the face <laughs> and screaming at them and then stabbing them. But <laughs> it's also it, your one like fucking koala dropping from the ceiling. Yeah, it's just sorry, it's just a cool concept. But yeah, you have you have this that's hunt where brilliant. that's really well done, and then they kill one or two vampires, and then after that, it's this montage of them just dragging one vampire out after the yeah. other. And it's cut in such a way of like, oh yeah, this is just business as usual. We're not getting to see and it all because see it's all just normal. And you see all the skulls lined up on yeah, the hood of the car Montoya's, afterwards. Montoya's like sitting there whistling while he's reeling these vampires out into the sun. Like, la 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 And la. The, the priest that they have, they're... At that point, yeah. yeah they're, they're drummer from Spinal Tap Priest. Yeah. Um, he's like horrified. Yeah. Blessing he's, each he's, of them as they come here. Yeah, and then Montoya comes over and just picks up their head with a knife, yeah. his skull, and puts it up on the thing. And is like looking like a bit of head, eh, that, yeah. eh, father, or eh, padre, because it's always padre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that shot so well, and then you have the massacre in the motel, Which and it's just, just it's shot just, and blocked. Yeah, weirdly. it's sluggish. Yeah, and I think that's probably why we focused so much on the girls yeah. being like, "Why aren't those girls running?" Yeah, it was like, "Hang on, why are you doing that? Just leave." Yeah, like there's a I window think, uh, right next to you. Get out it. I, maybe they, it's conveniently been smashed earlier by an idiot. Maybe they didn't want to cut it to shit with the edit, and they want because they wanted this to be quite gory. They only yeah. had to cut out a very few scenes to keep it as gory as they wanted without mm. getting the uh, the fucking what's it the NC seventeen rating. Yeah, which is like the death knell, or at least um, was back then. <clears throat> so they got to keep most of the gore in. So maybe that was it. It was like we wanted people to be able to realize all the stuff that's happening. That guy got cut in half. That guy has a fist through his chest. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but you do get to see that later on as well. But it's just done better. Yeah, I think it, it's just... When they have the drive-by with the crucifix. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and that's that's really nice. It's not like this kind of weird, sluggish, kind of almost hazy fever dream. Like, it looks like they put Vaseline on the lens. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it, yeah, it just it bothers me because everything else is really crisp. Yeah, and there's other things that are, are like the whole elevator scene later on, like all yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, and the the bit it, when when you're get when you're actually getting Valak's backstory and it's intercut with him attacking the monastery. The monastery yeah, um, that's really well shot as it's well. Just it's this just one yeah, bit. maybe it's is it by comparison? It's like everything yeah. else is paced together and so this, well, and this just fought, this just lets it down. I think they just didn't know what to do with so many people. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, by no means does it ruin the film or anything, but you will probably sit there and watch it and, and say some of the things that yeah, we've said. Like, what? why Why aren't those people running? And why is this laid huh? out like that? Anyway, she gets... Kind of after- before he massacres everybody, he's like, I'm going to go eat the blonde girl. Oh, like- and he is weird kind of vampire cunnilingus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, he's biting the, the yeah, femoral... So that's your femoral, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I-, I assume his point there is, oh, I can get one in, in amongst them. You know, if he bites her somewhere, that it's not obvious. Yeah, but and he is looking turning. for him because, like, he ha- he has he knows fucking yeah. Crow's name. But uh, yeah, ultimately, biting her kind of fucks him up. 
<laughs> well, no, he, she's outside when they're le- when they're like fleeing because yeah. they're like, oh fuck this shit, let's get out of here. Yeah, they see her. They see her, and he's like, come on, get her. But they don't know that. Well, I no, no, they they do know because that's where the that's where the abuse of poor Katrina starts because they're like, fuck the whore, she's been bitten, leave her. And then he stops two seconds later. He's like, no, 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 we can use her to yeah, trap grab her, the put her in it, and then just throws her in the back of the jeep, and thus begins the mistreatment of Katrina. Yeah, just I like at least. Let her take off her damn shoes. Those mules must be fucking killing her. Yeah, yeah. At the she... very least, because like they're like she falls over. They don't give a shit. They yeah. slap the when he's trying to get her. That's a good way to wake somebody up. Slap them in the face. Start smacking them upside the head. Yeah, yeah. Shit while shouting, wake up. Yeah. That's where the professor got the idea from with Leela. <laughs> Probably is. Wake, wake up! up! Wake up! Yeah, no, because they they basically they escape. Can't... They crash car, her. Yeah. yeah, in a really weird way because how? Uh, yeah, this is just a random. Also, it's just suddenly daylight. It's like dawn, midday sun. Like um, that happens a lot in this film, but I think it's just we don't have time to fuck around with yeah. dawn and dusk. So. And like literally, all you needed was like a two-second shot of him like nodding off behind the wheel to make that whole crash make sense. Yeah, instead of just random plot convenient truck stopped on the side of the road, middle but, of the road. Well, yeah. But uh, yeah, they crash and then they drag her up and are like, come on, let's walk for miles. Then throw her in the back of a stolen car. Yeah. And then... Take her to a motel. Take strip her off. Take her to a motel. Tie her down naked to a bed. Yeah. And then he proceeds to lure, like loom over her in a really weird, creepy, fucking, really, really disturbing way that nowadays it would come with a fucking trigger warning. Yeah, no. That whole is. scene <clears throat> just it- make, gives me the... Fucking oh, it. I think and it's supposed I to. really don't like it. Oh, it no, just, it's supposed everything to. about it really makes me fucking. Yeah, no, it, it's not great. And then, <gasps> yeah, Montoya starts to soften towards her a little bit because he's like, "Do you after know? he threatens to break her neck?" Yeah, after he threatens to break her neck, then he's like, "Do you know what's wrong with you or what's happened to you?" And she's like, "No." So he kind of explains it, gives her the breaks. He's like, "Well, you're turning into a vampire, and there's not much that can be done about it." And, and you we're have gonna a, use you as bait because and you have a psychic link so we can watch where he's going. And, and, he does, so, he, he, and then after that, we're going to kill you because you'll be a vampire. Well, no, because he um, he tells her like dems the brakes and kind of apologizes to her, and he does say if we can get you know you're, if you are going to kill tur- the master vampire before there is you a turn. Chance, yeah, that you might not turn, but we don't know. So he from there on out, he kind of levels with her, and it's like oh, he's starting to soften towards her, and then once Jack shows back up. He's just full on in love with her out of nowhere. It's yeah. Like, Where did, what? Who? Why? Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense. And then she bites him. Yeah, and he slaps her and knocks her out. Again, yeah, violence and treatment of women in this film. Not great. And I mean, we're not supposed to be watching it thinking, oh yeah, like that's the thing. They're not glorifying it by any means. It's just... They're supposed to be like incredibly violent men. This is... They, yeah. They, you know, they hunt vampires. They're not fucking Cub Scout leader. No, no. Yeah, no. And we're not supposed but, to like but it. But it is as it's well. Not, like they, 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 these aren't nice people. No. It's not glorifying it. It's just... There's an awful lot of bad treatment of this poor woman. Do you know who would have loved it? What? Amy from last week. Oh, yeah. I bet you Amy would have loved it. Oh, Good job he didn't rape you and then kill you. Yeah. Or, or kill, kill you, you and then, then rape, rape you. you. Yeah, Amy would have loved the treatment of, oh, of yeah, Katrina. Oh, yeah, getting dragged around by the Get hair. dragged around the place, yeah. Bitten by people, slapped by people, burned by people. Yeah, Amy would have been all for that. The <laughs> fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, then 
Then after the what's well, like while all the mistreatment of of uh, Katrina is going on, you've kind of got Jack going off, and the main stuff of the plot happening. He meets up with uh, Father Adam and uh, Cardinal, and gets told, "Hey, look, the other vampire team from Europe got wiped out. You need to go and build a new team." And he's like, "Fuck that! I got betrayed. I'm going out after him." Yeah, because this fucking motherfucker who showed up knew my goddamn name. Yep. So he thinks he's been set up and storms off, and Father Adam gets sent with him. And oh, poor bastard was not prepared. No, he's basically that kind of he's the by the book character but learns the real rules when yeah. he's out with the team that's kind of his his whole life character has been arc. Research- yeah he's the he's the research guy who suddenly got sent into the field yeah because he starts when he's in the van with him the first time he's like oh i wish i wasn't forced on you like this i wanted it to be a good meeting i've studied you my whole life kind of thing you know yeah, i know you're weird the- at all yeah oh, he totally fanboys on him and then uh, jack throws him out of the van and kicks the shit out of him like stop that uh, and that's oh that's where we get the he's like you ever seen a vampire and Father Adam is like, no, and that's where he drops the Esler. He's like, they're not uh, yeah. going around in fancy suits seducing people with Euro trash accents. <laughs> but then he does have that great line about, he's like, you know, crosses are bullshit. Uh, holy ground is bullshit. Garlic is bullshit. You come at a vampire with garlic around your neck. <laughs> You're, he's going to bend you over and he'll be up your Estrada Chocolata before you know it or something like that. And I was like, ah, Estrada Chocolata. <laughs> They go off together then and meet back up with Montoya and head off and and kind of track down main bad guy vampire. Yeah, but before that, Montoya Montoya gets chewed on a little bit. Oh, he does get chewed on. Yeah, she tries to commit suicide and cuts him by accident and sees the blood and is like, ah, no, 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 no. Yeah, so he's like, oh, I need to cauterize the wound. Let me use the Zippo for two seconds. That's not going to work. No, that is not going to work. He is bad at cauterizing wounds and he should be way better. (laughs) Yeah, no, in fairness, you're in a motel room. It's probably got a Crosby Tracer press in it. Just put your arm in that. Hey, okay, it'll burn a hell of a lot more than the area he needs to, but it'll certainly work better than the Zippo. Yeah, because he's literally like three seconds, dude. No. And he'd have been better off just having the lighter just have open. Just open and, and then hold and it by the, the lid. And yeah, and put, put the, the metal against yeah. it instead of the flame. Seriously, Moron. dude. Well, but then... then also, you're in, no, a, hang on, you're in hang a motel on. room. There is alcohol available in hang that on. mini fridge. There is. But we're talking about a man who couldn't add 25 to 375. When he's down at the desk in the motel or in the hotel, he asks how much it'll be for however many nights. And the guy says $375 plus 25 for your cable. And then says something else. And Montoya's like, shut the fuck up and tell me how much the total is. It's, like, it's $400, you fucking idiot. Yeah, but is that before or after tax? Because America is weird. Well, that's a good point. But he didn't specify that. So I'm just going to assume he can't add 25 to 375. Yeah, in fairness, I can't on a good day either. <laughs> but you know how to cauterize wounds. Yes. <laughs> he does not. Yeah. Even a tourniquet, dude. Come on. Yeah, no, I mean, there's not really many likable characters in this in that sense. Father Adam's okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and that being Tim Guinea, the, the Stargate one person. Yes. And... I can't remember what he's called in Blade, but Karen! That guy. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. (laughs) But... Karen. Then, yeah, after that, hunt down the vampire, couple of battles, and and the movie ends without giving away any spoilers. But I like how it's not overly violent the whole way through. You know what I mean? It's not, say, like, 30 days a night. No, there's a big chunk... Every couple of minutes, there was death. Yeah, there's a big chunk in the middle that's kind of... This is actually what's going on around the little snapshots that we've seen of... Uh, it was basically, here's a day in their lives. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> it's like Vampire Hunt at the start, lots of gore and action. Yeah. Party for about 10 or 15 minutes, little bit of exposition, little bit more narrative, and then slaughter in the motel room. And then it's 
a whole lot of kind of plot ramping up towards big fight at the end with a few bits of gore and a few bits of fights in between. And then just the last kind of 20 minutes, half an hour of I have, action. I have only one issue with that last action scene. Why does he throw away the axe? No, I like it. <laughs> and I was just like, what? And I was like, dude, no, again. no, axe, useful. In the same way that Does I, not need to be reloaded. In the same way that I rebutted your problem with Montoya with some of his other actions. Yeah. I'm going to do the same with Father Adam. Father Adam, because you're saying, why do you throw away the axe? We're talking about a man who unloaded a full clip into a vampire's dick. Five he minutes did. earlier. He did. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, that was a gunshot. I don't know if he's supposed to be shooting him in the dick, but it's But if, it, if you look at that scene and you kind of like just pause it, it looks it, like, it's a dick shot. Yeah, Jack is like, kill him, kill the vampire. And you're loads well, of Well, he killed full, his chance of fucking having babies. He kill, you're loads of full clip into his dick. And then Jack just looks at him and is like, kill him with the stake. But yeah, we're talking about a guy who unloads a full clip at point blank range into the crotch region. So that's why he throws an axe away. <laughs> He's like, things are running at me. If I throw this axe, it will stop them. <laughs> Suppressing fire extinguisher. But then also the, the cross dragging at the end could very, as you said, what if the cross landed the other way? Then <laughs> And then dragged. He would have been road hauled. Yeah. That would not have saved Jack if that would have road hauled him. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been very unfortunate. Oh, look, he has no skin anymore. Yes. But no, yeah, I like the way it, it does. You've got that kind of, you've got all the action at the start and then it is kind of the plot and a few bits dotted throughout through then. And then big finale. Uh, yeah, and, and even and the finale has its ups and downs because you have that bit in the prison where it's all the stuff with the elevator. Yeah, I do then, really like that where he's like, oh no, it's coming back up. Oh no, it's going back down. Oh no, kaboom. Yeah, and then there's another bit of a big fight and then, then our the, hero gets captured. And, and then they're like, oh, it's we have to wait for dawn or it's getting dark. Yeah. So they go and like seek shelter. Yeah, plus the big old fight scene at the end without giving any, uh, anything away. It, it, it's fun. How the, how the bad guy gets finished off. Oh yeah. <laughs> I do like that. What other things then do we really like about this film? I'll tell you what I don't like. What? The music. Yeah. It's, now, it's weird. It's just ever so slightly off. It's like fucking, you know that music that you get in supermarkets that you're like, la 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 la. Wait, this isn't the song I thought it was. It's like imitation. We used to call it Suicide FM. Well, yeah, it was, <laughs> music made to sound like other types of music, but it's like life, it's like license free. But so, yeah, so it's always ever so slightly off. It's like that brand name stuff that's just like not quite there, I, like I, Prongles. Wouldn't you pop? That's great. Yeah. Um, I still think it's what I said when we were watching it. To me, it felt like John Carpenter because he does all the music yeah. himself. To me, it felt like he went and watched Desperado. And I went, the music to this is really fucking kick-ass. I bet you I could do this. But couldn't quite pull it off. Because some of it's good. But, it just doesn't fit. But the, yeah, he uses that one piece it, it, over and over again. And it fits sometimes. And other times it really doesn't. It's kind of like Deadly Premonition. Oh no, it's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. But like the music doesn't fit. Um, it does in places but like the pacing will be off or the tone will just be off just enough that it doesn't quite it, match either the visuals or the dialogue it's yeah it fits less often than it doesn't I'll give you that <laughs> <laughs> not as but it's not quite as out there as say Ravenous no, yeah. the music in Ravenous was just like why the fuck is this being played at least this <laughs> sounds vaguely western and yeah. it's a western-y vampire film yeah so. like it is it is like it it matches but it's just off a little bit yeah 
Yeah, no, it's... Um, and it's one of those things that once you become aware of it, that's when it really begins to bug you. Uh, and uh, equally, it's not as bad as the wailing guitar solos in Con Air, because oh. they really stood out <laughs> once you noticed them. Oh, it's so 90s. Love it. Um... Yeah, the no, hair. it's not. It's 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 not a deal breaker. I don't think. No. The old woman beating could be a deal breaker for some people because, especially that scene where she's naked, as you said. That. Yeah. yeah no. It's it's. Oh. Mm. Oh. And that Epsler also. Mm. Mm. Other than that, it's just silly things that I I kind of didn't like. Like I thought they had UV lights on the end of those pikes, I and mean, when they're going in at the start, it looks like dude has a big UV cannon on his shoulder. But then they're none. just like torches. Yeah, they just look something. like torches, and I'm like. No, they should be I UV weapons. I did enjoy the pikes, though. They the were pikes cool. were cool. Yeah. As you said earlier, as a, a proud nation of pike people. Yes. Enjoy <laughs> And I'm assuming the motel owner also got slaughtered because when Jack goes back to take care of all the bodies, he just sets that place on fire. Yeah. So. Well, the sheriff's dead. Sheriff's definitely Presumably dead. they've paid off the motel owner to, you know, turn a blind eye to the, the wild debauchery that's been happening in suites. All of them. Yeah, maybe um, he. Yeah, maybe he just wasn't there that night yeah. and showed up the next morning and was like, "Oh, oh, I'm gonna continue to stay away. <laughs> Let's just go talk to the police first. There's a whole lot of dead people, then there's a whole lot of dead decapitated, and people. then he comes back with the police. And the place is on fire. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> right. oh, shit. Uh, I just assume he's also dead. Yeah, yeah. No, other than that, there's nothing that I really like that I really don't like. Yeah, the music is a bit weird at times. Um, that motel scene, as we talked about earlier. Yeah, but that, and, and that's the only two weird. things that I really that stand out to me in this because I love the whole end sequence with the fucking cross and all the shenanigans that are going down. Yeah, I do always enjoy any kind of reference to Bram Stoker's Dracula. Sleeping in the sleeping in dirt, I quite like. Yeah, always enjoy a good sleeping in dirt. Um, like using her to see. Yeah. I always enjoy that sort of thing where they're all like, and also, ooh, the psychic link. Just the well, only, the more, I kind of the wish more she turns. I kind of wish they'd done that lovely little nod though mm. with the coin in the head. Yeah. Well, or we do somewhere. Get, well, I, that's punching a, the head hole? No, no. I do enjoy people being burnt with yeah. religious symbols that um, make no sense at all. But just on the, the, the Dracula link, I also like as Katrina progresses towards being a full vampire, there's that bit towards the end where she's still in the Jeep, but she's trying to hide from the sunlight. Yeah. And as the vampires are getting dragged out, she seems to feel sorry for them. Like, earlier in the film, she's all, like, uh, when she's seeing the visions of the priest getting killed, she's horrified. Yeah, but now she's but actually now it's like bond with it. Yeah, and as she sees the vampires getting pulled out, she's like, yeah. oh no, I feel bad for these guys now. I also, anytime there's any kind of vampire caring from the sun, it's always that bit from interview with the vampire. Yeah, yeah. True, that's the ultimate scene. For um, caring for the sun, yeah. Uh, some of the lines in it are great as well. When, oh, some of the shit they come out with. <laughs> when, when Jack turns to Father Adam after beating the crap out of him and being like, hey, hey Father, can I ask you a question? He's like, yeah. When I was beating the crap out of you back there, did I give you a little wood? Huh? Some mahogany? <laughs> Just that whole bit cracks me up. Oh, and, oh, and I have to, the, when they go to investigate the priest's death, and the local cop is there and he's like, oh, I hear you're from the Vatican or whatever, investigating. Yeah. And Jack responds saying, yeah, we're investigating a possible nationwide spate of Catholic hate crimes. Ooh, Catholic hate crimes. <laughs> to, which, to which the cop responds, oh, that's pretty damn savage. It's like, nah, nah. No, it's not. Yeah. Not in the US. Oh, there was some cool shit in the trivia for this, actually. Um, Jan Valak, the vampire, is based, based on a bohemian reformationist priest called Jan Hus or Hus 
and uh, kind of like a precursor to Martin Luther, uh, was burnt at the stake. Oh, nice. For his beliefs and Gee. refused to recant them. Martyred. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of all the problems he had and a lot of the, the things he was preaching against were very similar to the problems Martin Luther had and, and is kind of seen as like a, a proto or a, a predecessor yeah. to. Martin Luther just decided to go the safer route and nail them to the door and then leg it. Yeah, no, so... <laughs> Instead of being like, hi, I'm here as a target. Yeah, no, so yeah, he got burned for heresy. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's where, like, the, the, the origin of our, of the vampire in this, is. that's, I think, where they pulled that from. Yeah. But at one point as well, this was... I don't know if it's... Because this is based on a novel. Now, I don't know how much the earlier version of the script was based on the novel because they wanted to have it in a kind of dystopian future where the vampires were, like, widely known. Not, like mostly vampires but there was a lot of them and people knew about them and everybody knew about these vampire hunting teams sanctioned by the Pope and they had all futuristic weapons and there's a plot from the head vampire who was going to be Willem Dafoe to turn the Pope into a vampire (laughs) can I still have this movie? yeah let me finish because Dolph Lundgren was going to be the main vampire hunter Stop it! Yeah, Can I, I kind of want movie? this. Yeah, I want this now. Yeah, yeah. No, give like, me now for this. Fu- future fascist <gasps> would, vampire hunters. Who would be the pope? I. Who would be the pope? Make it somebody ridiculous, Arnie. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, they asked Dolph to come back for this version of the film as the vampire, but he didn't want to do it. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and I was like, actually, that's that. That's nearly a kind of weirdly flipped version of Daybreakers. Yeah, where there's humans left and there's vampire teams out hunting them down. Yeah, and, and they're trying to they're trying to then cure the the main well the head of blood production. Yeah, they're trying to show yeah the guy who's that really it, important it's that, re, it's that reversible. There's a cure, and, and yet, you know, the, corporate greed isn't the answer. Yeah, yeah, no, more just those those few plot elements. Okay, look, it's yeah. loose link at best, but yeah. I was like, it was mostly hey, Willem Dafoe in another vampire film. <laughs> That's not Max Shrek and Shadow, Shadow of the Vampire. Vampire. We really should do that at some yeah. point as well. It's, He's amazing in that. Oh, it's excellent. And in Mississippi Burning. I don't know about doing Mississippi Burning. No, that's a hard, It's a fantastic it film, but um, it may be a bit too serious for it, it, us. It, no, but well worth a watch. And, and oh, he yeah. Is, he's phenomenal in it. Oh, Willem Dafoe is excellent in just about everything. Yes. Um, not in this film, but James yeah. Woods is excellent in this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like the way as well every now and again they try to you know make you forget the fact that James Woods is actually ginger but every he? now yeah he is and oh. every now and again the sun catches him just right and you can see it because <laughs> with the leather jacket also why 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 the character smokes when he is walking down the highway doing his whole I'm a cool guy with my yeah. jacket over my shoulder why does he not have a pack of smokes rolled up in that t-shirt because he smokes he smokes stogies he has big fucking cigars does he? He definitely has a big cigar at one point. That might have been in the hotel room, though. Uh, maybe at two points. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. That that look does kind of... With the sunglasses and the hair. The, the, yeah, the, 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 the snake I'm... pack of smokes <laughs> armed up or rolled up. But that is it, very close to Snake Pilskin, though. So, you know, Escape from New York. Oh, I meant... No, I meant Snake from The Simpsons. It was Snake Pilskin. <laughs> well, yeah. But um, <laughs> it's nice... hair takes over homework. <laughs> no, nice to see J- A. James Woods as a kind of straight-up action hero. Yeah, because And he's one not... of the lesser-seen Baldwins as well. Yeah. In fairness, you named off the one that's not even a Baldwin Baldwin. Before I got to him. <laughs> 
Well, it was supposed to be Bruce Campbell. They they wanted Bruce Campbell. Bruce from Campbell would have been brilliant. And I, I can see absolutely yeah. why they yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially if you've seen Bruce Campbell and Bubba Hotep, it's like yeah. No, but even just in Montoya and how Montoya and, is yeah. styled and how he acts, I can absolutely the vest, see the it. The denim jacket, the whole shebang. He's got the shotgun. Um, so they couldn't get him, Bruce Campbell. Him putting like flipping the, the skulls onto the bonnet and making oh, all these little quips. And yeah, things. the line about uh, yeah, it is totally head for stuff. him. Uh, but they couldn't get him, so they offered it to Alec Baldwin. And yes. Alec Baldwin was like, nah, here, I'll give it to my brother now. <laughs> <laughs> they went, ooh, Stephen? No. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things I was surprised by, because this is very much a house party film. Yeah, this was one that was like kind of put on and you would zone out and then you phase back yeah, in when it was just, like... Or it's on fam- TV randomly yeah. late at night. like. But it was his... Only successful film of the 90s. Yeah, like, kind like, of... What? You'd Escape from New York, Escape from LA, which this is did not better. good. <laughs> um, the opening weekend of this was 9.1. Escape from LA did 8.9. Mm. I did not think this would have beaten Escape from LA. No, this was kind of... It was... The 90s were not kind to John Carpenter. Um, no, and he was considering... Especially, Leaving like, directing yeah. altogether. And he made kind of a little pact with himself. And he was like, right, I'm going to do one last film. I'll take something that I think will be fun. And if it's not fun and I don't enjoy it, I'll, I'll I've lost the love of it good, and I'll yeah. give it up. And apparently he had an absolute blast making this because he had wanted to make a kind of horror Western for a while mm. and loved it and continued making films. And more is the better for us. Yeah. <laughs> no, because like any, I'd say any director who had had the success that he had with the thing. Yeah. Following that up because that is just a work of art. I had Door that film. Well, I mean, that's one of the cool things about John Carpenter is he does seem to be able to dip in and out of big mainstream horror and then like lesser known, not lesser known, but like smaller stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, and he also can go like the thing is incredibly serious and in tone. Um, mm. and this does go into the funny and give you elements of that, and then he can go very stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it balances out, and it just he he's very very good at doing well, that think, sort of thing. Uh, apparently, James Woods was allowed to do a fair bit of. On set ad libbing, which probably would have helped the tone of this as well, because a lot of yeah. it does come from him being so smart. Yeah, <laughs> but they had a deal where because John Carpenter was like, "No, you're not ad libbing," and they had a deal where they do the take as scripted, and then the take with James being allowed ad lib. Apparently, they used mostly the ad lib ones. So fair folks. Yeah, no, because I always enjoyed was Hades in Hercules, super sarcastic Hades. Um. Yes. Yeah. No. He's fantastic. <laughs> I really like him as Ultron. Yeah. Like it's not a great movie, but he's real fun as Ultron. <laughs> Anything where he can be really, really dry. L man. <laughs> we love him when he plays L man. Come on, you know we do. <laughs> but that that really dry, completely like fucking deadpan delivery. He's a bit more animated cocky in this. In this. Yeah. It's not not quite the, the the full deadpan, he, but yeah, he's a bit more on the Ultron side in this. Particularly when he's having a go at the uh, Cardinal for when he thinks he's being when he's like you know he's, he's like been also set by, up. yeah he's like he's and he's my like name, you, been... you guys created this first vampire and Father Adam's like unintentionally he says shut the fuck up I go straight back to <laughs> ranting at the Cardinal. <laughs> But yeah, no. Yeah, he has a couple of moments there where he goes like real, like I'm walking here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I think he actually he's great for the role. I think initially, I think I said to you, I was like, I kind of forgot it was James Woods, and in my head it was um fucking uh Bishop 
Bishop from Aliens. Oh, Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. Yeah, in my head it was Lance Henriksen. They do look alike. Not even that they look alike, but I could see Lance Henriksen as well. But but no, James Woods does a really good job. And surprisingly so, because Gene Siskel, partner of the person who we frequently (laughs) love the films he hates, enjoyed. Oh, he really loved it. He, yeah, he really loved it and loved James Woods so much in such a radical departure from his usual fare, he suggested that Woods be nominated for an Oscar for his performance in this film. Might be taking it a bit much. Yeah, that's But he was obviously really impressed with the the change in roles. That's an awful lot of lady beating. Don't think the Oscars would like that. It's it's (laughs) not like in an artsy way either. It's it's just full on. This is not Oscar fair. Just slap her. This is not. Oh, oh no! There's one bit where, like, where after he slaps her when she bites him the first time, yeah, and Jack comes in with Father Adam and he sees her on the bed and is like, "Why is there a bruise on her jaw?" And he says that he had to hit her because she was trying to jump out the window and kill herself, and she was freaking out. And he's like, "Really? Is that all?" And he's like, "Oh, so what? I knocked her the fuck out." Yeah, he says, "I slugged her. Who cares?" Yeah, it's like, "What? Yeah, quite a few people, I'd imagine." We've already kidnapped her. So yeah, with with the exception of the Essler and the really, really poor treatment of women and one woman in particular, yeah. uh, really fun film. Yeah, no, um, nice little bit of bashing of uh, various religions. Mostly just Catholicism. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're always down for bashing Catholicism. Yeah. With bags of cans, as we discussed <laughs> a week or two ago. Or in this case, spikes and, and punches to head holes. A big cross. A big cross. A big spiky cross. Yeah. But yeah, no, I did. I really enjoyed revisiting this film. Do you know what this uh, this needed, though, at some point? What? Spiteful nuns. Spiteful nuns? No, just some nuns kicking. Like, you ask for the Lord. Yeah. Uh, or vampire nuns? Vampire. No. No? No? Oh. <laughs> Too terrifying? Oh. Too terrifying. Nuns. Reverse. <laughs> Reverse. But unless there's anything else you want to add, I think that about wraps it up for John Carpenter's Vampires. Yeah, no, um, I kind of forgot a lot about it. and um, yeah, You thought it was from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, no, <laughs> I just mashed the two of them together in my head. Is that this our first John Carpenter film? I think so. I think it might be. Yeah. It's getting harder and harder to remember. In fairness, <laughs> I have no brain anyway, so. This is true. This is true. But we're finally coming off my shift, so we <laughs> might, I was about to say we might get better. We're not going to get any better. Our brains are still going to be mush. No, no. And we will still continue to not know what films we're going to do next week. Oh, no, we do know what film we're going to do next week, but we're not going to tell you. But as ever, we will be back next week. Thanks for joining us this week, guys. If you want, you can head back and listen to some of our previous episodes or check out our other podcast, Mono Rants the Boys. And you can come find us on Twitter at Rants Mono, on Instagram at monorants underscore the underscore boys, or you can send your own rants to monorantspodcast at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. We are Science Fiction Remnant. This is the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We are the Caribbean Science Fiction Network. We are Mono Rats. We are One Accord Level 2 Podcast. This is Jesse from Sudden But Inevitable and Open Pike Night. This is Sci-Fi.